everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Amigos. It's Mike Fenoya. It's Thanksgiving. It's my favorite holiday. And I just want to give you a quick episode to say thanks for listening. Thanks for being an amigo. Thanks for supporting. Thank you for the kind words. Thank you for the shitty words for the couple of you that have sent me them. And I appreciate it because I love honesty. I'm a huge fan of honesty. If you're throwing gratuity at me, that means nothing. It means you don't care. So I like hearing what you don't like, believe it or not. That's how fucked up I am in the head. Um, I hope you guys are having a great time on your way to your families, packing, figuring out, like, do I wear sweatpants to dinner? Like, is that appropriate? But I want to eat. But jeans are skinny now, even though they are, like, flex and, like, 7% that stretchy material. Do I really want to wear jeans and, like... Get the like the belt mark in the bottom of your belly after dessert. My favorite dessert is uh, my mother-in-law makes this mean apple crisp, and she puts uh, vanilla bean coconut milk ice cream on top. Holy shit. Oh, I could taste it. I'm going to chill with my dog and my wife, and we're going to um, relax and have a good time with family. And then... I'm going to just get strong. I'm going to sleep, take a nice nap in front of the fire with football on in the background. My dog's snoring on my lap, and then I'm going to get strong. It's going to be like hibernation for this fucking wolf. And then Friday, 8.17-ish, you're going to hear that that chatter, that, that, that noise, that anxiety. Everybody's going to be looking around like, yo, what are they going to open? the fuck are they waving like holy shit dude that's dave over there what's up dude and then the lights are gonna go down fish new england small venues this is what it's all about this is what we came to play for everybody all the chips all the marbles island tour 21 years later Speaking of 20 years later, you guys should check out After Midnight, the podcast uh, series on Osiris that documents one of the most incredible events in the history of music ever. Fish's New Year's Eve extravaganza down in the Everglades in Florida when they played from about quarter to midnight until the sun came up and we all chewed our lip off, freaking out, watching the sunrise uh, to waiting in the Velvet Sea. Uh, but Tom and company and RJ and Jesse and everybody did a phenomenal job putting it together. So you should check out After Midnight on the Osiris Network. Um, this is going to be a quick episode. I just want to share with you a quick uh, – some of you – you know, I forget that people don't know everything that I know. And I don't mean that like that. What I mean is like you know things that I don't and I know things that you don't and I've listened to things that you haven't and – You've listened to things that I haven't. And then I think sometimes we just assume like, oh, shit, you never heard Tool. You never heard this. You never heard that. Uh, and, and I wanted to um, share with you a Thanksgiving staple, Arlo Guthrie's Alice's Restaurant. So we're going to listen to that um, and you enjoy it. Have a good time with it. It's great. I remember listening to it for the first time. God rest his soul. My Uncle Bill, uh, one of the coolest dudes in the world, left me. After he passed, he left me like a huge stack of amazing like first press records, like White Album, Sgt. Pepper's, Beggar's Banquet, uh, you name it, man. What a cool guy. He played this for me the first time I ever heard it, Alice's Restaurant. And uh, every time I listen to it, I think of him, and uh, it makes me smile. 
So uh, I hope you guys hear hear it and listen to it. If you never heard it before, um, enjoy. I'm thankful for all of the amigos. I'm thankful for the Osiris Network. I'm thankful for stand up comedy and uh, live music and um, meditation and fresh air and uh, anxiety and beer and drugs and um, what else? My wife, <laughs> my dog, uh, all of you. I just love being able to do this, so I hope you guys enjoy it. Now, enough of that shit. I want to tell you, I went to Tool at Barclays Center last week, and I am thankful for Tool because that was one of the most sonically powerful concerts I've ever been to in my entire life. I've never seen Tool live. I love them. I have loved them. They're a band that when they when I was in high school, and, you know, like the video for Sober came out. I was kind of like, eh, whatever. I, I didn't love them right off the bat. I kind of put them into some like weird, like, I, we, I've talked about this before, even with O'Teal, which I hope you guys loved the interview. I loved chatting with them. Um, I, I poo-pooed things pretty quickly at an earlier age. I would be like, nah, fucking alternative rock. Like, who gives a shit? You know, like, I hate it. I want to listen to Fish and the Grateful Dead and Mo and whatever. And now you go back and you listen to it and you're like, it's nostalgically great and it's cheese bag music, but it's also like, man, this was kind of fun. I wish I wasn't such a a weird dickhead, you know? And uh, Tool was just something that in the beginning I didn't really like. Um, The video I thought was okay and cool, but it just, I don't know. Sober wasn't the song that was going to get me into them, you know? And then I got to listen to like in grad school and even as an adult, I really like have dove Divin dove headfirst into Tool, and man, I got to tell you, they're a powerful band, and they're intelligent, and they rip. I had seats, thanks to my pal Big J, seventh row on the floor. I mean, I was feeling, I swear to God, I was having anxiety. I thought I was going to have a heart attack. I thought the music was going to fucking break my arteries, because it was hitting me so loud in the chest and in the sinuses, and in my fucking eye sockets and in my bones. Like, I was feeling the music more than I've ever felt anything before when it comes to, like, a live show. And that includes Fish. I, I mean, I've been up close for many shows, and it's been dynamite. Man, there's something about Tool that just, like, I, they, they are just loud. And there's this screen in the back that I believe the guitar player... Um, makes these movies and it's like these very psychedelic horror movies almost and and god damn it it's amazing Alex Gray is art is all throughout all the movies in the background and they have like a, a chain net that surrounds the band and it opens it points and closes and it's a short show it was like you know I don't know maybe an hour and 40 minutes or something like that they played like 13 14 songs um but I loved every second of it, and I would go see them a hundred times if I could. Um, shout out to Tool. I mean, they're just fucking amazing. Go see them if you get the chance. YouTube some of the, the, the video that people shot. I mean, it's just so fucking good. They're great, man. And I remember, like, Trey in, in Guitar Player Magazine at one point was like, Tool's the most psychedelic band out there. And that's when I was like, oh, well, if Trey likes them, then fucking, yeah, they, they rip. And I had friends in high school that were like, dude, you're an idiot if you're not listening to Tool. They're phenomenal. I just took me a minute. But I'm glad I got to see them, and I'm glad I got to go with a great group of friends. Um, so 
Thank you also to everybody who came out last night um, to my show at the Comedy Cellar. I wanted to try something different, and I kind of threw caution to the wind and had conversations with the crowd and um, opened up about some stuff and talked about unconventional ways of life and whatever. And it ended up being like an hour and three minutes I did with, you know, I got some good stuff out of it and the crowd was happy and everybody came up afterwards and we're like, thank you for being so honest and open. And that to me is so fun. I mean, to me, that's what comedy is. And I feel like it was a nice way to end I mean, that's, I'm going to be doing a couple more shows. December 7th, I'll be in, in Buffalo at Community Beer Works. December 14th, I'll be in Hartford, Connecticut. Um, but it's a nice way to kind of go towards the end of this decade. This whole decade was me doing stand-up comedy. So it's been a life-changing time in, 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 in you know, the history of, of my life. And uh, it's cool to end it with a sold-out show at The Cellar a room that I've always been so proud to be a part of. So uh, thank you to everybody who came out. I love you guys. If you're going to be at Fish, hit me up. Let's get together. Let's have a beer. Let's fucking say hello. Give each other a hug. High five. Yeah, I'll have some stickers on me. Um, and enjoy Arlo Guthrie's Alice's Restaurant. Thank you guys so much. Travel safe. Happy Thanksgiving. And let's party at Fish. This song is called Alice's Restaurant. It's about Alice and the restaurant. But Alice's Restaurant is not the name of the restaurant. That's just the name of the song. And that's why I call the song Alice's Restaurant. You can get anything you want at Alice's Restaurant. You can get anything you want at Alice's Restaurant. Walk right in, it's around the back, just a half a mile from the railroad track. And you can get anything you want at Alice's Restaurant. Now it all started two Thanksgivings ago, it was on two years ago on Thanksgiving when my friend and I went up to visit Alice at the restaurant but Alice doesn't live in the restaurant she lives in the church nearby the restaurant in the bell tower with her husband Ray and Fotch is a dog and living in the bell tower like that they got a lot of room downstairs where the pews used to be and having all that room seeing as how they took out all the pews they decided that they didn't have to take out their garbage for a long time we got up there, we found all the garbage in there, and we decided it'd be a friendly gesture for us to take the garbage down to the city dump. So we took the half a ton of garbage, put it in the back of a red VW microbus, took shovels and rakes and implements of destruction, and headed on toward the city dump. Well, we got there, and there's a big sign and a chain across the dump saying closed on Thanksgiving, and... We had never heard of a dump closed on Thanksgiving before, and with 
tears in our eyes We drove off into the sunset Looking for another place to put the garbage We didn't find one Till we came to a side road And off the side of the side road Was another 15-foot cliff And at the bottom of the cliff Was another pile of garbage And we decided that one big pile Is better than two little piles And rather than bring that one up We decided to throw ours down That's what we did Drove back to the church Had a Thanksgiving dinner That couldn't be beat Went to sleep and didn't get up Until the next morning When we got a phone call From Officer Obi said, kid, we found your name on an envelope at the bottom of a half a ton of garbage and just wanted to know if you had any information about it. And I said, yes, sir, Officer Obey, cannot tell a lie. I put that envelope under that garbage. <laughs> After speaking over for about 45 minutes on the telephone, we finally arrived at the truth of the matter and said that we had to go down and pick up the garbage and also had to go down and speak to him at the police officer station. So we got in the red VW microbus with the shovels and rakes and implements of destruction headed on toward the police officer station. Now, friends, there was only one or two things that Obi could have done at the police station, and the first was that he could have given us a medal for being so brave and honest on the telephone, which wasn't very likely and we didn't expect it. Another thing was that he could have bawled us out and told us never to be seen driving garbage around the vicinity again, which is what we expected. But when we got to the police officer station, there was a third possibility that we hadn't even counted upon, and we was both immediately arrested, handcuffed. And I said, Obi, I don't think I can pick up the garbage with these handcuffs on. He said, shut up, kid. Get in the back of the patrol car, and that's what we did. Sat in the back of the patrol car and drove to the, quote, scene of the crime, unquote. I want to tell you about the town of Stockbridge, Massachusetts, where this happened here. They got three stop signs, two police officers, and one police car. But when we got to the scene of the crime, there was five police officers and three police cars being the biggest crime of the last 50 years, and everybody wanted to get in a newspaper story about it. And they was using up all kinds of cop equipment that they had hanging around the police officer station. They were taking plaster tire track footprints, dog smelling prints, and they took 27 8 by 10 color glossy photographs with circles and arrows and a paragraph on the back of each one explaining what each one was to be used as evidence against us. Took pictures of the approach, the getaway, the northwest corner and southwest corner, and that's not to mention the aerial photography. After the ordeal, we went back to the jail. Obi said he was going to put us in the cell. Said, kid, I'm going to put you in the cell. I want your wallet and your belt. And I said, Obi, I can understand you wanting my wallet so I don't have any money to spend in the cell, but what do you want my belt for? And it said, kid, we don't want any hangings. Said, Obi, did you think I was going to hang myself for littering? Obi said he was making sure, and friends Obi was, cause he took out the toilet seat so I couldn't hit myself over the head and ground. And he took out the toilet paper so I couldn't bend the bars, roll out the roll the toilet paper out the window, slide down the roll and have an escape. Obi was making sure, and it was about four or five hours later that Alice, remember Alice? It's a song about Alice. 
Analysts came by with a few nasty words to Obi on the side, bailed us out of jail, we went back to the church, had another Thanksgiving dinner that couldn't be beat and didn't get up until the next morning when we all had to go to court. We walked in, sat down. Obi came in with a 27 8 by 10 colored glossy pictures with the circles and arrows and a paragraph on the back each one. Sat down. Man came in, said, all rise. We all stood up and Obi stood up with the 27 8 by 10 colored glossy pictures. And the judge walked in, sat down with the CNI dog and he sat down. We sat down. Obi looked at the CNI dog. Then the 27 8 by 10 covered glossy pictures with the circles and arrows and a paragraph on the back of each one and looked at the CNI dog. And then the 27 8 by 10 covered glossy pictures with the circles and arrows and a paragraph on the back of each one and began to cry because Obi came to the realization that it was a typical case of American blind justice and there wasn't nothing he could do about it. And the judge wasn't going to look at the 27 8 by 10 covered glossy pictures with the circles and arrows and a paragraph on the back of each one explaining what each one was to be used as evidence against us. And we was fined $50 and had to pick up the garbage in the snow, but that's not what I came to tell you about. Came to talk about the draft. We got a building down New York City, it's called Whitehall Street, where you walk in and you get injected, inspected, detected, infected, neglected, and selected. I went down and got my physical examination one day and I walked in and sat down. Got good and drunk the night before, so I looked and felt my best when I went in that morning. Cause I wanted to look like the all-American kid from New York City. Man, I wanted, I wanted to feel like though. I wanted to be the all-American kid from New York. And I walked in, sat down, I was hung down, brung down, hung up and all kinds of mean, nasty, ugly things. And I walked in, I sat down, they gave me a piece of paper, said, Kid, see the psychiatrist, room 604. And I went up there, I said, Shrink, I want to kill. I mean, I want, I want to kill. Kill. I want, I want to see, I want to see blood and gore and guts and veins in my teeth. Eat dead, burnt bodies. I mean, kill. Kill. Kill! Kill! And I started jumping up and down, yelling, kill! Kill! And it started jumping up and down with me, and we was both jumping up and down, yelling, kill! Kill! And the sergeant came over, pinned the metal on me, set me down the hall, said, you're our boy. You feel too good about it, huh? Proceeded on down the hall, getting more injections, inspections, detections, neglections, and all kinds of stuff that they was doing to me at the thing there. And I was there for two hours, three hours, four hours. I was there for a long time, going through all kinds of mean, nasty, ugly things, and I was just having a tough time there. And they was inspecting, injecting every single part of me, and they wasn't leaving no part untouched. Proceeded through, and I when finally came to see the very last man I walked in, walked in, sat down after a whole big thing there And I walked up and said, what do you want? He said, kid, we only got one question Have you ever been arrested? And I proceeded to tell him the story of Alice's Restaurant, Massacre, With 
full orchestration and five-part harmony and stuff like that. And then all the phenomena stopped me right there and said, Kid, did you ever go to court? I proceeded to tell them the story of the 27 8 by 10 colored glossy pictures with the circles and arrows and a paragraph on the back of each one that stopped me right there and said, Kid, I want you to go over and sit down on that bench that says Group W. Now, kid! And I, I walked over to, to the bench there, and there's, there's Group W is where they, where they put you. If you may not be moral enough to, to join the army after committing your special crime, and there was all kinds of mean, nasty, ugly-looking people on the bench there. Mother rapers. Father stabbers. Father rapers. <laughs> Father Rapers sitting right there on the bench next to me and one it was mean and nasty and ugly and horrible and crime fighting guys are sitting there on the bench and the meanest, ugliest, nastiest one, the meanest father raper of them all, was coming over to me and he was mean and ugly and nasty and horrible and all kinds of things and he sat down next to me and said, kid, what'd you get? said, I didn't get nothing. I had to pay $50 and pick up the garbage. I said, what were you arrested for, kid? And I said, littering. And they all moved away from me on the bench there to carry a bone, all kinds of mean, nasty things, till I said, and creating a nuisance. And they all came back, shook my hand, and we had a great time on the bench talking about crime, mother, stem, father, eight, and all kinds of groovy things that we were talking about on the bench. And everything was fine. We were smoking cigarettes and all kinds of things until the sergeant came over, had some paper in his hand, held it up, and said, Kids! This piece of paper's got 47 words, 37 cents, it's 58 words. We want no details of crime, time, crime, and that kind of thing. Got slap, time, turn about the crime, want no rest, and officer's name, and that kind of thing. You gotta say in the top for 45 minutes, and nobody understood a word that he said. But we had fun filling out the forms and playing with the pencils on the bench there. And I filled out the massacre with the four part harmony and wrote it down there just like it was, and everything was fine, and I put down a pencil and I turned over the piece of paper and and there there on the other side in the middle of the other side away from everything else on the other side in parentheses capital letters Quoted, read the following words. Kid, have you rehabilitated yourself? I went over to the sergeant and said, Sergeant, you've got a lot of damn gall to ask me if I've rehabilitated myself. I mean, I mean, I mean, I just, I'm sitting here on a bench. I mean, I'm sitting here on a group W bench. Cause you wanna know if I'm moral enough to join the army, burn women, kids, houses, and villages after being a litter bug. <laughs> In 
left at me said, Kid, we don't like your kind. And we're gonna send your fingerprints off to Washington and friends. Somewhere in Washington, enshrined in some little folders, a study in black and white of my fingerprints. And the only reason I'm singing you the song now is because you may know somebody in a similar situation. Or you may be in a similar situation. And if you're in a situation like that, there's only one thing you can do is walk into the shrink wherever you are. Just walk in and say, shrink. You can get anything you want at Alice's restaurant and walk out. You know, if one person, just one person does it, they may think he's really sick and they won't take him. And if two people, two people do it in harmony, they think they're both faggots and they won't take either of them. And if three people do it, three, can you imagine three people walking in, singing a bar, Alice's restaurant, and walking out? They may think it's an organization. And can you can you imagine 50 people a day? I said 50 people a day walking in, singing a bar, Alice's restaurant, walking out. And friends, they may think it's a movement. And that's what it is. The Alice's restaurant anti-massacreed movement. And all you gotta do to join is to sing it the next time it comes around on the guitar. With feeling. So we'll wait till it comes around on the guitar here. Sing it when you're done. Here it comes. You can get anything you want at Alice's restaurant. You can get anything you want at Alice's restaurant. Walk right in this around the back Just a half a mile from the railroad track And you can get anything you want At Alice's Restaurant That was horrible <laughs> you want to end war and stuff, you gotta sing loud You could put a lot I've been singing this song now for 25 minutes <laughs> I could sing it for another 25 minutes. I'm not proud. <laughs> or tired. So we'll wait till it comes around again. And this time with four-part harmony and feeling. We're just waiting for it to come around is what we're doing.
Adios, amigos!